<laughs> Father John Rutten here at the St. Thomas More Newman Center, and I am super pumped to bring a conversation with Landon Kemp to you. I have crossed paths with Landon a few times at the Newman Center in the last semester, but I crossed paths with her a couple of weeks ago when I was at the Coyote men's basketball game and someone comes from four rows down and they come up and they have this ball for me and they said, this is from Landon. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, and it was from Landon Kemp. <laughs> she uh, like runs the activities at the men's basketball games or something. And uh, she, she what, you must have thrown a ball up to this guy and this guy brought it up to me. And it sort of struck me as like the path of faith is like someone's been given something and then they bring it to you. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to uh, bring to you a conversation with Landon Kemp from the Newman Center. And at that, I'm gonna turn it over to her and let her introduce herself, but I'll be right off screen. You'll hear from me, but really uh, we want to hear from you. Okay, well, I'm Landon Kemp, as he said. Um, I'm originally from Greenville, Michigan, and I actually came to USD um, specifically just for pole vault, so just be on the track team. And um, I really loved, I fell in love with the campus here because it was small and I love the coaches, I love the people, and that was something different than all of the other universities. And as much as I hate the cold, being from Michigan, I always told myself, I'm gonna go to college somewhere warm. And when I said, oh yeah, I'm going to South Dakota, everyone's like, oh, at least you picked the Southern one. And I'm like, you're right, <laughs> it could be worse. <laughs> so, but I'm so glad that I'm here and that I met the new, or came into counter with the Newman Center and then, um, yeah, I'm a sixth year on the track team too, so I've, you know, had an extra two years thanks to COVID, and so yeah. What? Uh, so your six years here at the Newman Center. What was the role? What happened that brought you connected here? I mean, did you show up and get? I actually just came um, my sophomore year. I had always been Catholic before. Um, I went to a Catholic elementary school and then I went to a public high school and then when I came to school here it was I thought I'd be fine away from home but like 12 hours away from home I was like I'm not even like close to my family and so I was like okay well maybe I need to go back to church or something because in high school I never really made it a priority because Sunday was usually the day that I went to pole vault practice because the rest of the week I was at basketball or other things and so I was like okay well I don't have time to go to mass and so then when I came here it was just like oh now I have all this free time and my mom's not like here with me being like oh are you gonna go to pole vault or what are you gonna do and so I was like okay well maybe I'll start going to mass a little bit and so my first year I kind of came here and there and then my sophomore year was like the year that I was like well I I need something here <laughs> so yeah and that was like 2019 so yeah have you found what you need Yes, <laughs> I have absolutely found what I need. And what have you found? I have found the Lord in many ways that I never thought that I would find here. And I know one thing in particular that stuck out on my visit was Lucky said, like, which is our head track coach, he said, if you were to step off the sidewalk and break your ankle, would you still like going to school here? And I was like, I'm here for pole vault. And I... I love the people, but if I broke my ankle, like I don't know if I would like being here. And so 
having to realize like through all the injuries that I've had like there's way more than just a sport and way more than myself out here there's relationships and people and all these different things that I never thought that I would encounter but the Lord is the one that took me to these things if I'm an outsider and hearing you say this I might think well how do you know it was the Lord mm-hmm I know it was the Lord because one night when I came into an empty chapel in here, I, you know, was struggling with a lot of things and I was just, you know, really upset and I was just like, all right, Lord, like, I know that you're here, but like, what do you want from me? And when I came out, um, one of the missionaries, she was like, hey, who are you? Like, what's your name? And she just like introduced herself and I was had like tears streaming down my face. And I was like, I don't really want to be talked to right now, but like, thank you for talking to me. It was one of those moments of like, I, I don't need this, but like, I, I do need this. Um, and then she invited me to Bible study and just started inviting me to these things that I never would have gone to on my own. And I just realized like, the importance of invitation and how like somebody inviting me and then the importance of me also inviting others because I've always thought I was like oh I'm self-reliant I'm going to do this stuff for me and for my success and whatever I think that's like what a lot of the world tells us to do is like oh let's be successful for you let's get this dream job that you've always wanted let's do this for you but like why (laughs) And that's like what I've found here is my why. Like, it's for the Lord. So. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that's where we were going. Uh, Which isn't that the case in all things. Like, I mean, your journey is a sign. Like, you didn't know where you were going. Uh, Mm -hmm. Today, I don't know where we're going. Yeah. And I've found sometimes if I structure these things, I even call them, uh, I wanted to call this podcast uh, Unfiltered. because I realize so much of what we consume is filtered Mm -hmm. is cut is edited is packaged so that it so that we receive it just perfectly but people often don't want us to receive it perfectly for our good they want us to receive it perfectly so that we react and we do the thing they want us to do right right and so I wanted to like call this unfiltered uncut like you know because Otherwise, I have to prepare all of this perfectly and make sure it all gets well so that everybody listens. And I like good. <laughs> I mean, I love good, well put together materials. But right. um, even in this, it's a beauty to know, wow, I didn't know we were going there, Landon. Yeah, <laughs> right. And what a gift it can be in friendships and in relationships and in our life when we really approach it and think to ourselves, I don't know where this is going to go. Mm-hmm. And then instead of it becoming a fearful world because I'm not prepared, it becomes a world of curiosity. Um, but curiosity grows because one has found a place of stability. Right. How have you found the Newman Center to be that place of stability for you in your six years as a university athlete? Um, yes. As a student, as a friend, as a daughter? Oh man, this, I've just met so many great people here. And I would just say like, that's the biggest thing is like all these different, as I said before, like paths that I thought I would never take. And especially being a sixth year, um, 
and seeing how I put so much of my identity just into track. And it's like, yes, I love being an athlete and I love that, but it's like, I know I have another identity somewhere else and somewhere that's gonna last way longer. And I just think like everything here is just so wholesome and authentic. And as you said, like, oh, unfiltered, everyone wants this perfect, like, and that's something that I always struggled with. And I think a lot of athletes struggle with perfectionism is I want this ideal, what is this ideal thing? If I jump this height, if I achieve this, you know, statistic or whatever, like athletes are so driven to this is exactly how it should go. And I thought when I came to USD, this was my path that I was gonna take. I was gonna work really hard and I was gonna jump this height and I was gonna go to nationals and I had all these things planned out. And the Lord was like, no, I'm gonna take you on a different route and I'm gonna bring you closer to me and bring you much more happiness than some bar or mark would have ever brought you. And like coming to that realization now, it's like, why did I never like, but I knew that's why he took me down that path to see like all these things that I thought would bring me happiness actually just left me empty. And so, and I just kept coming back here because I just kept feeling filled here by the people, by the mass, by the sacraments. And I'm like, why isn't my sport giving this to me? This is like what I've been, you know, this is what I came here for. But I came here for the Lord. <laughs> I, came, I came to USD to encounter the Lord. And I, that happened at the Newman Center. If I wouldn't have come here, I don't know where I would have been or what I would have done. And I was like, I could have gone to another school and jumped really high, or I could have just gotten hurt like I did here. But maybe they wouldn't have had a Newman Center, and I don't know. I probably just would have quit or, I don't know, started working. I, I don't know what would have happened. <laughs> that was not in the Lord's plan, but I'm glad that this was the Lord's plan. And like looking back, that's the thing, is I see all the ways that he was working, those little small subtle ways all the the highs and the lows but especially the lows and just like coming back to me in those moments so have other people noticed this change i i definitely think my especially my family i think when i come home and when i was really like struggling through those times they're just like okay you know like you don't have to do pole vault you can just quit and i because i just kept trying to like fill my like sadness or whatever was going on with pole vault because I was like well this is what's always brought me happiness and I was like no that was just like the success and that's just a part of you you need to be founded in the Lord and you need to be founded in like his love and goodness and I just I don't know it's like I I know others have noticed it because especially at like meets and stuff when I get done and I'm like yeah, I could be upset about this, but what's it gonna matter on the way to heaven? <laughs> and actually, something that was really powerful that happened this weekend was, I was coming back from like another injury this year, and so that's kind of been like the story, is like every year I've had like a stress fracture or something in my foot, and it's just, yeah, the injury has been really hard, but this year I just kind of had like a peace with it, and like this is where I'm at, and like all I can do is just be like present and just yeah receive what the Lord is trying to tell me to do here and so this past weekend I like made a bar and I was like oh I've jumped 12 feet that's what I jumped as like a sophomore in high school or like a freshman or something I was like oh I jumped that like a long time ago why am I jumping that as a sixth year I'm like that's kind of embarrassing 
but after the meet I was like I've never been like this at peace and happy of just being able to compete regardless of what the bar was and my dad actually called me and it was really strange because you know like we were he usually sends me a text or something and he called me and I was like okay we were at dinner and I was like I'm gonna step over here and take this and I started talking to him and he's just like hey like awesome job on making a bar like that's sweet and I was like dad I jumped like 12 feet <laughs> I was like I did that like a long time ago and he's just like yeah but you made a bar and like your body and your like you've had to you know obviously come through these obstacles and so like why don't you just listen to your body he's like and my dad isn't Catholic. He's not a spiritual type person. And so he doesn't come to mass with us. And so that's something that's kind of hard. But hearing him be like, I know you're a spiritual person. So why don't you listen to your body and your soul and say like, I'm proud of myself for what I did. Because how far I've come is like not a reflection of today, you know? And he's just like, what's gonna the thing that's gonna matter most someday is when people look back and say i don't remember what landon jumped but like i wanted to sit next to her on the bus on the way home because she had something she had that joy or like no matter what the day was if it was a high or a low like she's still enjoying herself and creating relationships with people and he's just like that's what it's about it's about the relationships and all this stuff and I was like, oh, dad, you know, like, thanks for reminding me that. Because, like, I, I knew that. But, like, you know, in the moment, you always get so attached to these. Oh, I got to jump this. or I got to do this. And I should feel sorry for myself or whatever, you know, because it's just, like, the evil, like, prodding at you kind of and, like, trying to, you know, your pride and identity and all that stuff. And my dad's just like, yeah, like, he's, I'm like, oh, thank you for reminding me, you know, it's taken me six years to figure this out, and he's just like, yeah, but you're 24, and I'm 50, and I've finally realized this, and it was just, like, one of those moments, where I was like, oh my gosh, like, my dad is, like, starting to kind of realize, like, and he's seen, like, my witness just through pole vault of, like, me coming here being super competitive with it, and then now I'm like, I'm here for much more, so, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. We'll have a little addendum for anybody that <laughs> listens long enough to... In a book called Into Your Hands, Father, How to Discern in God's Will, I think, something of that nature. He says that when God speaks, he makes something happen. Yeah. And when we speak of the thing that God made happen, 
he happens again. Yeah. And God has just happened. Yeah. He did. <laughs> Thank you. We give thanks to the Lord for whom all good things call. Yeah. <laughs> And thank God for that person who was outside this chapel when you came that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christine, she's still in Lincoln, so oh. still being a missionary. So it's awesome. What's uh, your plans after your sixth year at the university? <laughs> well, I'm going to be a missionary as well for the next two years. So wherever I end up, Lord. <laughs> Praying it's somewhere in the south. <laughs> but I know, I'm like, yo, maybe that's why he's made me patient all these years because he's like, oh, yeah, you'd be in South Dakota for six years, but your seventh and eighth year, I'll put you somewhere <laughs> somewhere else because I, you had to encounter me first before you could go do that. So I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> It'd be awesome. I know. Well, maybe that's where I'm going to go on spring break next year, wherever you are. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking, I, that's what I told. I'm like, everyone that lives up north, everyone that I've met up here, come visit me. Yeah. I'm like, there's a reason for you guys. You need that, that spiritual, mental sunshine and break. I don't know. <laughs> so. Well, thank you for the joy you have. Thank you for the ways you've said yes to the Lord. And thank you for all the ways that you're that person that encounters and welcomes and meets the new people who have been around here for yeah. the last number of years. Well, thank so you. You're welcome. Glad that you're here. <laughs>